Welcome everyone. My name is Renee Delacqua and I'm a senior health educator in health promotion services here at UC San Diego. On this episode of Live Well, Be Well, I'll be discussing the ins and outs of goal setting with a personal example. So I hope you get inspired, I hope you feel connected, and I hope you discover new ways to live your best life. Let's get started. Recently, the beaches around San Diego County opened up for the purposes of physical activity, which is amazing, seeing as both physical activity and being out in nature are good for our bodies, minds, hearts, and souls. So I had the thought, Beaches are open, I need to get some fresh air, and I need to get my body moving. So what better time than now is it to get back into running, which is exactly what I did. But the challenge here was that it's been quite some time since I ran consistently. So I basically had to start from square one, which was extremely daunting at first. Luckily for me, I'm fortunate enough to have an amazing running coach who happens to be my dad. He's been running since he was a teenager and is an avid trail and marathon runner. So when he gives advice about running, I listen. So let's set the stage for what went down, and then we'll talk about how this pertains to goal setting specifically. So my dad and I, we get to the beach, and before we begin, we do some stretching, and we talk about what our goals are. My dad points ahead and says, see those rocks way out there? That's where we're going. But we're not going to put all of our focus on that just yet. Do you see those lifeguard towers along the way? Our goal is to reach each one of them until we get to the end. So that was our breakdown of our six-mile journey. We started off slow to get our muscles moving and our bodies warmed up. We picked up our pace just a bit, but not to the point where we were overexerting ourselves. Along the way, my dad gives me pointers about the spacing of my strides, the movement of my arms, how to maintain a calm and steady breath, and the importance of not getting caught up in reaching the end goal, because that was ways away, but keeping my focus on achieving my mini goals of reaching the lifeguard towers and paying attention to what I was doing in the present moment. He also reminded me that I'm surrounded by nature's beauty, so when my mind tells me I need to give up or that I'm not strong enough to keep going, or when my body starts experiencing those notorious aches and pains, I need to redirect my attention on the beauty surrounding me. I need to listen to the sound of the crashing waves, see the seagulls flying above me and the stones and seashells just below my feet, and feel the crisp and salty breeze come across my body. Well, we reach our first lifeguard tower, then our second, then our third, and so on. And each time we reached our mini milestone, my dad tells me, look behind you and see how far you've come. Now, look ahead and see our next lifeguard tower, as well as our final destination, the stone pile. Before we move on to our next lifeguard tower, we give each other our usual celebratory fist bump, and we take a quick breather by walking and stretching. But we don't stop fully or sit down, because we want to keep our momentum going. So we keep moving, even when it was at a snail's pace. And when we were ready, we picked up our pace and proceeded ahead. Finally, we reached our final destination. The stone pile that was once way out there is now right in front of me. And oh my goodness, if I can only express that sense of relief, achievement, and pride I felt. It was the most amazing and rewarding feeling. Once we climbed that stone pile, we took, we took in the view. We snapped a few photos to send to my mom. Um, we took another quick breather. And then we made our way back. 
And as we worked our way back, I utilized all the tips, tricks, and knowledge I gained along the way getting to the stone pile to get me back home. And even though I was utterly exhausted, all that experience and wisdom helped me get to where I needed to go. So while I didn't explicitly say this, this anecdote lays the foundation for SMART goals. The SMART in SMART goals stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Based Goals. These are the type of goals that we must aim to develop because it increases our likelihood of achieving our desired outcomes. So let's go through each component of SMART goals and discuss how my running example fits this model to give you a better understanding of what each component means and how you can implement it. Number one, specific. It's important to break down your goal into specific steps because it will lay the groundwork for what you're aiming to achieve. If you only establish your long-term goal without guidance for how you're going to get there, that can make things seem really daunting and feel like it's not an achievable goal. This is also a great time to think about alternative routes and plan Bs and plan Cs for if and when you're met with unforeseen challenges and setbacks. Think about what are potential challenges and setbacks that you may face and find alternative routes. For me, I had the specific goal of running on the beach for a total of six miles round trip, with each lifeguard tower being my mini goal and the large stone pile being my ultimate end goal. So that was my specific game plan for this goal specifically. Number two, measurable. Determine how you're going to measure whether you're progressing in the right direction towards achieving your goals. And remember, with each mini victory, celebrate. Celebrate how far you've come. With each setback, take note of what might have went wrong and learn how to adjust your path accordingly. One of the biggest pieces of advice I always offer is that each failure and mistake provides you with learning lessons, and those lessons take you one step closer to your goal if you allow it to do so. So for my running goal, it was measurable in that I knew that I had a specific distance I wanted to run, which was six miles total. Number three, attainable. It's important that we be realistic in our goal pursuits by ensuring that we have the resources, support, and a positive and encouraging mindset to guide us to where we want to go. My goal was attainable for several reasons. First, I had prior history of running, so I knew that I could do it based on past experience. Second, I had my dad's support to keep me going and to give me guidance along the way. Third, I had it in the back of my mind that if for some reason I couldn't reach the full six miles even after putting in my best effort, I would know that I tried my best and that there was always tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that to ultimately achieve my goal. Number four, relevant. It's critical that our goals align with our values and motivations because when times get tough and you experience obstacles along in your journey, which we all do, you'll remember why these goals are worth fighting for. My goal aligned nicely with my personal goals of moving my body daily, challenging and strengthening my capabilities and endurance, and being out in nature, especially after being indoors for several weeks. So when my body and mind felt like giving up, I knew what I was fighting for. Number five, time-based. Although I didn't tell myself I needed to run these six miles in a specific time frame, as I wanted to listen to my body and the rhythm that it could maintain, I knew that I wanted to get home before sunset. So for this instance, that was how I kept my goals structured in time. So with your own goals, keep a time frame or a deadline of when you want to achieve your goals, whether that be a few hours from now, a few days from now, a few months, or even a year from now. 
Keep your goals aligned to specific time frame. So that's the structure of SMART goals. And with this structure, there are other important factors and advice to consider. For instance, when we're setting goals, one of the biggest factors that can affect our success is how much we believe in ourselves. We have to believe that we can. We need to give ourselves a pep talk. We need to see how far we've come and know that we have the strength and capability to keep pushing forward. Second, while you're advancing in your journey, celebrate your victories, both big and small. Each time I reach my mini milestone of a lifeguard tower, I said to myself, wow, look at me, I got this. And that gave me that extra morale boost to get me to each subsequent mini milestone until I reach my ultimate goal. So that's what you need to do for yourself. Celebrate each and every achievement during your goal pursuit. In addition, tap into your social support system or build a social support system by asking for help. There is no shame in that. We are all human and we all experience challenges and we all need help from time to time. So if there are people who can provide you with support and guidance, reach out to them. For me and my running experience, I was reaching out to my dad and he provided me so much support and guidance to help me along in my journey. And lastly, don't lose sight of your end goal, but at the same time, live in the present moment. Enjoy and learn from every step that you take in your journey. With all that, when you reach your finish line, celebrate your hard work, your perseverance, your many successes and failures, and your strengths and capabilities, because all of that led you to where you wanted to go. And you'll realize you endured a lot in that journey. For me, it was muscle aches, feeling winded, questioning my strengths and capabilities. But we have the power and the strength to really get through those challenges and inconveniences that we may face, and we can make it happen. And once we've succeeded, we've equipped ourselves with so much knowledge, experience, and wisdom to help us along in our next goal pursuit. So that concludes this episode of Live Well, Be Well. If you like what you heard today and would like to learn more about topics related to health and wellness, there's much more to come. Please be sure to check out our website, healthpromotionservices.ucsd.edu, and also follow us on Instagram and Facebook under at UCSDHPS. Stay tuned for our next episode of Live Well, Be Well. Until next time, be kind, be true, be you. And remember, to be well is to live well.